Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, kitchen chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kitchen Chat TV on the road. I am so excited to be with Chef Dave Choi today. He is a plant-based chef, the first chef to bring a vegan restaurant to Chicago, and he is on a mission for educating people about the benefits of a plant-based diet. So welcome to Kitchen Chat, Chef Dave. Hello. I'm very honored to have you on Kitchen Chat Hope I I could help uh, share things that I've been uh, practicing for many years. Oh, well, this is so special, and we have so much to talk about, Chef Dave. Because one focus that you really try to bring into your food is is healing through the plant based diet. And as a three year cancer survivor, that's really important to me. And my dad actually was a colon cancer survivor at the age of 30. So it's it's something I'm very concerned with and want to learn more and share this part of the culinary journey with the listeners and viewers. So what is the importance of having a plant based diet? Number one, human being wasn't a aggressive, you know, meat eater from the beginning of time. We were uh, grazing uh, creatures just like any other, uh, you know, plant-based uh, eating animals. And then somehow uh, we adapt the uh, uh, idea of fighting against a predator and then learn how to uh, start fire and then experiencing uh, domination of animals out of the intelligence then start eating the flesh of meat and that's where all the uh, balance been broke up broke broke off from the you know beginning of time but even uh, in, in this day and age of 21st century there's so many people self-serving and not taking care of their body's need and paying it with all kinds of a free radical uh, inflammation, like example, like cancer, diabetic condition, obesity, you know, and heart heart disease. You know, it's very uh, uh, important because of, you know there are so many medication uh, treatment that is advanced, but that is really uh, you know not the cure. Asking one meal one day at a time to be more conscious about what you eat that 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 is not acidic environment yes and there's so much i want to talk about regarding the benefits of plant-based i guess in, in the process of starting to eat meat we lost a lot of the benefits and you talk about free radicals could you explain that well first of all uh i have a very close friend uh, who's been uh, uh, studying and researching this issue for many, many years. His name is uh, Dr. Colin Campbell of Cornell University. And he wrote the book called China Study many years ago. And now it's been a New York Times bestseller for the last 10 years because 
his research, his philosophy of acidic environment of, of, of food that relate to human disease is so phenomenally accurate. Like, what is acidic environment? Number one, sugar is very addictive and, and acidic. Yeast is also very acidic. And dairy, and finally all the meat protein, that's including salmon, caviar, chicken. You know, a lot of people think fish is not a, you know animal, but fish is animal protein. So how do we substitute the protein? Because I guess our body needs protein. So how do we get that protein and the, the important nutrients and ingredients without incorporating meat? Well, planet Earth is created by uh, ozone layer. That ozone layer is what? Uh, the, the living uh, element of the planet that sustains air that we breathe, water that we drink, food that, is, that, that we could consume. Almost 100% of all food chain is on grounded on top of the earth, soil. That is all plant. And then I have so many people ask me about where did you get the plant if you only eat plant-based protein? Well, well, how do you get it? Then I would ask, ask elephant, mammoth elephant, 500-pound cow, you know, horses, where does he get that much protein by glazing grass and, and grains? So, uh, for example, I would say uh, 100 grams of kale has more protein content than 16-ounce filet mignon. Can you believe that? This is mind-boggling, but I love how you explain this because the animals are getting the protein from the ground, so we as humans should consider getting our proteins and nutrients from the ground as well. And we're hearing a lot about grass-fed beef, so it all ties in. So what can we personally do at home to create more of a plant-based diet and not lose the deliciousness in the preparation? Well, first of all, uh, this is not a diet. I always tell people, if you think this is diet, that diet is going to break, break up as soon as you quit. As soon as you feel not, nothing like following it, you, you quit. Right. It, it is a lifestyle of yeah. feeling good. Yeah. So I will not ask people to do it for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I only ask people do it for three days. No sugar, no yeast, no dairy, no meat for three days. And don't ask me, but ask yourself. Listen to your body. See what your body is saying. If your body is saying, wow, I feel good, then do it for another three days. Then feeling the reaction of your body, simply feeling good. When you keep feeling good, uh, waking up feeling good and and sleeping feeling good, why do you want to go back to that old misery of bloatedness, not not being able to uh, function your body in 100% freedom? That's a three-day challenge that I think I can try on my own during this culinary journey. Now... What are some ways that I can make my vegetables taste good and feel full, I guess, after too? Well, first of all, uh, you know, it's not just a vegetable. You have so many, uh, you know, things that you could try instead of, uh, you know, meat or any kind of dairy. There's there's things called almond milks, rice milk, soy milk, 
And if you go to Whole Foods or, or the, uh, any, any uh, reputable uh, grocery store, there's all kind of uh, uh, f- f- starter kits for uh, you know, people willing to try for change with the plant base. Even, you know, you may eat something that tastes like chicken, but first it's better than, you know, eating chicken. So when you uh, experience one, two, three kind of, uh, you know, the, the consistency, it becomes part of your rhythm. So when you are rhythm in, in the motion, it's almost like playing with the, uh, you know, like mud pie when, you, when we used to kid. <laughs> You know, it's having fun. Sometimes it, it came out dry, you know, muddy. But when you f- have the feeling of, I did it my way, it simply makes you feel good. Right. Now, are there some specific spices that are important to include within the preparation of the vegetable lifestyle? Well, first of all, uh, almost 100% of all the inflammation Inflammation is the beginning of all the ailment, like cancer, neurological disorder, respiratory disorder, cardiovascular disorder. It all created by inflammation. So what is the causing element of inflammation? Simply sugar, yeast, meat, and dairy. Then what is the basic uh, and oldest ingredient that humans use? to control that inflammation as a healing regimen. Ginger, garlic, turmeric, curry, curum, and kale, angelica, oregano, uh, basil. These are all anti-inflammatory medicine. Why? A lot of those vegetables, even insects, don't dare to eat that thing because it's so anti, anti, uh, you know, uh, insect. Why? Because it's so alkaline. Okay. Okay. So, what about grains? Uh, can you still eat farro? Can you still have couscous? Um, how does that play into this meal plan? You know, when you eat simple grains, like there's a fake grain. What is a fake grain? White rice is the uh, secondary process from the uh, brown rice, removing the eyes of uh, brown rice to make rice more sticky and then more fly. So by doing it, you, you get rid of all the great nutrient and you're eating you know, carbohydrate that only has a sugar. Even, uh, and then same goes wheat. Wheat and buckwheat, that's a whole lot of difference between, you know, Unprocessed uh, buckwheat and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and processed wheat. Processed wheat doesn't have what the natural uh, uh, ingredient that organic uh, unprocessed wheat, like buckwheat. And then we, we create essence of a process to make things taste better, make it easy. Example, like I'm going to talk about oatmeal. Yes. If you go buy one of those oatmeal that has a picture of those Puritan, you know, <laughs> That oat is junk. When the factory process that pressed that oat, guess rest of a pressed uh, liquid goes. Your horse and your, your cow eat all that wonderful nutrient, and then the hollow, worthless nutrient of the uh, you know the texture, we we pay and we buy for that. 
So if you want to eat the, you know, nice old, try to do unprocessed, still cut old. Now, you say we should avoid sugar, but what about the natural sugar from fruits? Does this mean we need to limit our intake on bananas and pineapples and all of the deliciousness from that? Well, sugar and fruit. A lot of people think sugar is the, uh, no, fruit is the gift of the, you know, like a nature. But fruit, no matter how you cut it, fruit is a sugar. If, if you break it down... If you break it down and if you chew it, if you put it in the stomach content, get, no matter how you look at it, it becomes sugar. It's a sugar. So what is the right ways to approach the uh, fruit? I would not ask average Joe to eat fruit off the bat. For those people who has a sleep deprivation, usually a lot of these people eating fruit after 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night, so what is the basic content of fruit? Antioxidant and sugar. So it keep perking you up. You're going to be toasting and turning for 10, 12 hours, not having comfortable sleep because your brain wave is constantly picking up because of the activation of sugar and antioxidant. So I would only recommend people to purify their body for 10 weeks with no sugar, no yeast, no meat, no dairy for 10 weeks. Then you could approach uh, fruit only in the morning. It's like a Kickstarter. Because of sugar and antioxidant, your body could be able to burn it while you're rising with the great metabolism. So you could use it as an extra boost. Okay. Other than that, if you eat fruit after 6 o'clock, you better kiss your goodnight, <laughs> goodbye. And I always try to have a banana at night thinking, oh, this will help me sleep peacefully. I guess I've been doing the wrong thing. Well, many people opening up you know, kitchen refrigerator, you know, middle of night, empty. So people usually comfort them with, like, cookies and milk. It's not that their body is empty and hollow because there's a lot of acid reflux going on because consuming of meat and dairy and sugar throughout the night, your body and stomach, especially stomach, has a leftover acid to send the signal, wrong signal to your brain, I'm, I'm hungry. But you're not hungry. So soon as you get rid of that full element out of your diet, you're never going to open that refrigerator door in the middle of the night. This is such great food for thought. Now, what about the whole concept of fat? I mean, does this life choice of, of vegetable nutrients take us away from that? Or, or can we still have the avocados and things like that? I always say uh, human we, we have one, one plumbing system from your mouth to your rectum. It's all connected as one, one pipe. So it takes about 10 weeks to purify the entire system. Yes. Then you could add avocado, nuts, and, and more grains with higher content of protein and, and olive oil. See, any oil, that plant-based oil, that has very low molecule uh, burning point, you could use it to a flavor not to cook with. Cynical thing about people stir frying with oil is it's not that oil is you know bad. Once it gets to the point of burning element, it becomes saturated. Then it becomes it becomes sort of some sort of carcinogen to boost acidic environment in in human digestive system. I've been working with many cancer patients. The most common element of those people suffer 
Of course, they uh, have a rigorous, you know, invasion of chemical like chemo and radiation, and falling apart with the immune system and getting rid of all your good probiotic. But more than that, that people, you know, trigger to lose the battle of cancer is their mindset. Many people suffering, lingering, lingering attachment uh, pain. So they trace how long they've been suffering with all this painful chemo and radiation, and then they predict how long they will be suffering with the same kind of notion. So they're not living in a moment. So every day is a misery. You know, waking up is a misery, not happy, you know, but, but I always tell people, whether you have cancer or any kind of disease, we live each day. Yes. If you breathe, snip two times, you only need that to snip cocaine. We only breathe one breathe, one exhale. So I always say life is constantly in circulation of saying hello and goodbye. When you inhale hello, say thank you. When you exhale goodbye, then show the gratitude of uh, your being. So I have created this, this uh, group called Just Be Meditation. Just Be. Be Meditation. If you look at the specs of a bumblebee, even Dr. Einstein said it's a fluke. That bee should be never be able to fly <laughs> with that big, big body and little wing. But the bumblebee is the hardest working bee of all the bee. You know, they work all day defining all that, you know, uh, obstacle of their big body. So I always say you are one big bumblebee called cancer. Mm. You you have a gift that no one has yet, but you have power to define being yourself. And I say cancer is not invasion of outer souls. It is your soul, your cell just got lost. Mm. And then it was running away from your T-cell, because your T-cell is like a policeman in patrol. When they capture that one individual cell, they kill them, you know. But when there's an acidic environment, and when, they, when each cell gets congregated and meet at each other, it becomes addition of some sort of congregation, it becomes disease called cancer. Then there's no match for your T-cell. So... I always tell people, let's do this. Hey, cancer cell, I love you too. You're all my cell. You know, I don't know where you get lost, but you got to understand one thing. You're still feeding off from my oxygen, my water, and my food. So I'm going to let, even though you're intriguing my body without my permission, but I'm going to let you live. But you let me live too. So let's each day wake up and sleep together hoping we could continue this relationship without anger, without resistance. Yeah. Hopefully one day you could pack up, pack up and leave. Until that time, I'm going to do any best way I can help myself to be active, energized, to enjoy my life while you minimally stay in my body. I remember going through the cancer process and, and uh, you know, it's always tempting to say, why me? But why not me? And for my radiation treatment, I would wear my pearls every day uh, for however many weeks on end I did that. And I would say, I'm here for my radiance treatment. And um, But I know it's tough and I just want to encourage those who are going through 
this process and uh, also for the caregivers to just don't give up, stay strong, stay positive, and there is hope. And like the bumblebee, going back to that analogy, they make the sweetest honey, don't they? Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> and uh, life itself is, is very simple. If you learn how to grip being grateful by air, water, and food, especially all the food that grounded to the earth. That's the abundance of that first uh, foundation of, of nurturing of all the living element. Yes. They nurture on grounded food. Yes. So what is uh, ungrounded food? Food that's move around, flies, swims, mm-hmm. run. So much food for thought here, Chef. And what I'd also like to share too is what your son is doing he has a company that is helping as well yeah so he's got a company called uh, healthful habit it's a health h-e-a-l-t-h-f-u-l habits incorporate it's been on for last five years so they are mostly uh more uh consulting and educating and programming company so they did a lot of uh, executive training and counseling for company like Everlab, Jaguar Motor, K- uh, Kraft, and all this other you know big corporation and corporate corporate executive down to management people to eat healthy and consciously. So share that uh, same same uh, you know uh, regimen to their employees to save on sick leave productive. You know, elevation of the you know worker and and healthcare cost. So they've been doing it. They were very successful. They've been calling out from many uh, institution and uh, you know retreat center mm-hmm. around the, the country. So now they just form another company called uh, uh, Phyto Food, P H Y T H E R Food, uh, indicating that uh, vegetable has a phytonutrient. With with that, it fights all the inflammation. So therefore, it's kind of a healing way of helping uh, public with clean burning fuel for, for active daily life. Yes. So it's, it's going to be coming out sometime next spring. That is so exciting, and I'll make sure I put a link to um, the fighter food. And I love that play on words, the fighter, because mm-hmm. they're with, with plant-based meals, we can, can fight some of the negative things right going now, on. Right now they are building their uh, manufacturing plant in West Chicago, along with their corporate office. They're going to have a little uh, outlet store in the front front portion of the uh, corporate office to uh, demonstrate that Phyto Bar is not just energy bar. Uh, my son will demonstrate it could be mixing with uh, making smoothies and sauces and dressing using the same ingredient in their daily life. So it's not just uh, bars going to be fueling uh, in between meal. It's going to be the bar that basically kneading in your refrigerator like ketchup and mustard and salt and pepper. I love that. Now, is there a cookbook that might be around the corner for you? I think you have so much to share. Well, right now, uh, you know, uh, I've been so busy running around, but hopefully one day I I would have simple, uh, you know, thing, because my cooking philosophy is not about the recipe. The simple ways to create your own touch, you only need like a three elevated uh, uh, instruction to become your own. Just like, uh, you know, when you 
have a crayon and canvas. Right. You just draw. That's that's the artistic of cooking, and and creation. But for those of us who aren't artists and never can even draw, you know, I can draw stick figures. That's about it. It's great to have some instruction from the artistic master to guide us along the way. So I do hope that a cookbook is around the corner, Chef. But another quick question for you. Probiotics, you had mentioned that. Are there natural probiotics that we can use within the plant-based community? Probiotic is a very important element of digestion and help regulate your digestive system. So here's the thing. If you eat plant-based raw, then, you know, you're in big trouble because raw vegetables need more probiotic to break it down. So uh, if you are healthy, you could have you know raw vegetables during the summertime, but you need balanced uh, diet. When you become so extreme to one side, you're losing all that other side. So what do we do for probiotics with the vegetarian lifestyle? What what are the options? Uh, number one. You, there's a so much, so many offering of uh, already uh, great probiotic food that's been fermented, like miso, kimchi, sauerkraut, pickle, uh, garlic, ginger. These are all natural probiotic. Oh, I, thank you so much, Chef Dave. I think I'm going to start this new year off with a healthy challenge. And thank you so much. I'll make sure listeners and viewers that we put the link to all of your information so they can see some of the great things that you are doing and also your son's business as well. And any last bit of advice for those of us who are contemplating living a lifestyle of vegetables? Well, first of all, uh, this is season's greeting. You know, yeah. we just had a Thanksgiving, and we got the New Year's Day, Christmas, and all this, you know, eating holiday. Yeah. Especially this time of the year, if you can manage how to love yourself by being sensible during this holiday season, you never have to uh, talk about New Year's resolution. <laughs> Why? Because, uh, you know, from end of the Christmas time to January and February, there's so many business and health club because everybody's saying, I'm going to get fit. But, you know, it's not, it's not a good, good, good thing. You know, if you could control and, and, and manage every day's life, exercising, eating right, you, you all set. There's no uh, you know, need for you know, any extra you know, supplement, any extra you know, superfood, you know, any extra trainers, you know. Yes. Oh, well, this is just great advice and to take it three days at a time. So I'm going to take your challenge and share with you, listeners and viewers, and definitely keep in touch with you, Chef Dave. Thank you you so much. much. Thank you. Have a happy holiday. Oh, thank you. And happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you, dear listeners and viewers. And always remember, especially during this very busy time of year, to always take a moment and savor the day. Thanks for joining Margaret for Kitchen Chat today. Margaret would be so excited for you to drop by and visit with her at kitchenchat.info, where you'll enjoy podcasts, blogs, recipes, tips from chefs, and even great giveaways. She invites you to share your recipes and kitchen stories, too. As Margaret always says, savor the day.